I knew that I didn't want to just be rolling into people's inboxes with like cold pitches. You know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to be, I wasn't, I didn't feel comfortable with that personally. And so I was like, how can I like really connect with people first? Um, so that, that, that's, that was like my strategy first, get on their radar, find out some stuff about them. And then when I did email them, I made it like super personal. I was like, this is your, uh, this is the part of your story that I really connect with. This is like how, you know, this is my story and how I, you know, this is why I feel like connected to you. Like I was very, very personal. Great day. Great day. You are listening to the Jerisha said podcast. Having the courage to start your own business and actually sell your consulting services online can be tough. Look, it may not be easy, but it can be simple. In each episode, we take a deep dive into one core growth strategy so you can gain a solid understanding of what's required to serve your clients, sell your services, and scale your consulting business online. All you have to do is listen to what Jerisha said. So if you are ready for a transparent, I'm talking all the way real, edge snatching strategies, grab your castor oil and keep listening. I am your host, former engineer, turned online high ticket sales coach, Jerisha Hawk. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to talk about automation and systems for a second. Seriously, isn't it about time that you stop manually doing everything in your business? If you're in the business of booking clients, there are certain tasks that you have to repeat often. Booking discovery calls, scheduling coaching sessions, and doing follow-up touch points. If you are repeating a task over and over again in your business, you should automate it. Acuity Scheduling is my favorite system. Not just because they sponsored today's episode, but because they helped me automate all of those client interactions. With Acuity Scheduling, you'll never ask what time works for you again. Clients can quickly view your real-time availability, and it even integrates with your Google Calendar. And they can self-book their own appointments, reschedule with a click, and even pay online. You can even use Acuity Scheduling to book appointments on social media. You heard me right. With your Facebook business page or IG's booking button, your followers are literally just a click away from scheduling through your social media profile. Seriously. I could go on and on about how easy Acuity Scheduling makes it for me to keep up with my clients despite my busy schedule. But what's even better than me telling you is you seeing for yourself. For a limited time only, you can get 45 days of Acuity Scheduling absolutely free, no credit card required. Just go to acuityscheduling.com backslash Hawk Hustle to check it out for yourself. That's acuityscheduling.com backslash Hawk Hustle for your free 45-day trial. Go get on it. Yo, yo, welcome back to another episode of the Jerisha Said Podcast. I'm super excited and thrilled to have you in listening today. Um, today's guest, guest expert, I actually met over on Instagram in the DMs. I feel like 
as an adult now, the way that we meet friends is in the DMs over on Instagram or in the comments of a super juicy post on uh, somebody's timeline, right? Um, but I met her. Her name is Christine Bluebaugh, and she's a conversion copywriter and messaging strategist who helps soulful online coaches and experts to sell out launches and sign more clients with copy that turns readers into buyers. Christine has been the word woman behind dozens of six-figure launches for brands in the online business space, writing sales pages that rank in $700,000 and upping email conversions by as much as 400%. Let's just say she has some street cred in the game, okay? She also teaches up and coming service providers how to create messaging that cuts through the digital noise and calls in perfect fit clients through her signature program, Social Posts That Sell. Her conversion copywriting meets social media strategies have helped her students go from zero to booked out, selling high ticket offers and DMs and getting media features without pitching. When she's not helping entrepreneurs create money-making messaging, Christine can be found hanging with her rescue rescue pup, obsessing over self-care routines and introverting like there's no tomorrow. I'm super excited about this episode because Christine's going to be walking us through how she's really been able to transition from starting her business as a health coach um, and really leveraging the skills that she was able to acquire while trying to grow her health coaching business to turning and transitioning into a conversion copywriter, how she's been able to you know land five multi-five-figure done-for-you conversion copywriting clients for like launch projects. I mean, when if you're somebody who's in the creative space and you think you can't get paid big bucks doing this work, think again. And we're going to be really talking about how she's been able to scale beyond her one-on-one like done-for-you services using a group coaching program. So I'm super excited for you to hear all of what Christine has to share and give you the insight on maybe what's available to you in regards to what's possible when you start thinking about leveraging your business model beyond one-on-one. So let's jump right on into today's episode. Christine, I'm super pumped, um, overly ecstatic that you are here today. You know, I've been following you a while now over on Instagram and a couple of my friends are clients of yours. So it's just really cool for, you know, like all these little touch points of interaction for us to be able to get together and chit chat today. So thanks for being here. Yes, Teresha, I'm really excited too. And I feel kind of likewise, like I hear your name mentioned by friend, like mutual friends. And so I'm really excited to come on and chat with you today. Well, awesome, awesome. Um, well, if you guys are new to Christine, she is a, a conversion copywriter, messaging specialist, and does a lot of, still does done for you work, but also is in stepping into the space of like coaching and teaching other creatives as well at this stage. But just maybe just let us know um, what's working for you right now in the business. How are your offers set up? Like, how do you make money right now in the business? Yeah. So there's kind of two, I'll say sides to my business. Um, I have done for you copywriting services, which I've been offering since day one. Uh, And then I also do, I have a course that I teach students how to write their own copy specifically for social media, um, which I can talk more about later. But um, and then I do some like coaching and consulting just kind of here and there. It's not something that I really focus a lot on, but sometimes people want more of like a done with you kind of thing. Or, um, you know, I've worked on a lot of launches. That's been my specialty as a copywriter. So um, sometimes I help people with like their launch strategy and messaging um, without actually writing their copy for them. So that's kind of, you know, that's, those are like the main focuses, I guess, of my business right now. Yeah. And like, what is the the range in pricing from maybe the your entry level offer or like the most approachable price point to more of like a premier type of package? 
Yeah. So right now my entry level, my entry level program is 597. And then in terms of like strategy and copywriting, I mean, that can go up to, you know, $10,000 plus depending on what people are booking me for. A typical launch copywriting package is anywhere from like eight to $15,000. And then you know, it, it kind of just depends. I do custom packages off of sort of like a base thing for mm-hmm. copywriting clients. Well, I'm just, I'm glad that we can just jump right on into the money because I know there's some yeah. listening when it's like, oh, wait a minute, copywriters can get paid that much or, mm-hmm. oh, wait a minute, like a creative, like that's available for me. Yep. Um, but may, maybe before we dive into like the juiciness of what's working now, I'm curious, like going back to when you started your online business career, I know that you were a food blogger, then a health coach. Like, yeah. Maybe just take us back to what is that? Maybe seven years ago, or yeah. So i I started my first blog, which was not really like at that point. I wasn't trying to monetize so much, mm. but that was in two thousand and nine, and it was kind of just a hobby. I was in school studying nutrition, and I had had this history of my own health issues and changing the way I was eating. And I was like, I'm going to blog about it. So I started doing that. Then I discovered the world of health coaching and uh, I did a year-long training program in that. And that's kind of how I discovered the world of online business. Um, But I loved the idea of being able to travel, be location independent. That's kind of what got me in that direction in in the first place. And then I started a health coaching business and that was in 2013. So yeah, about seven years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> How did, so, I mean, like, I just always think it's so fascinating that a lot of the time what we're doing now may not have been at all what we were doing when we first got started or even like what our, like, what our educational background is in. Mm-hmm. Um, what is like your more of like your educational background? Yeah, definitely health and wellness. I mean, I didn't follow the traditional like college after high school trajectory. Um, mm-hmm. Like I sort of I quit college after like a month after high school and I traveled a bunch and I did volunteer work and I just kind of was like just living life. I just wanted to kind of do what I wanted. Um, and I, I didn't really know what I wanted to do until I was in my late twenties. And then I discovered this health and wellness passion. And that's like when I went to school and started thinking about like a career path and all that. So, I I mean, I spent like a, probably a good like decade studying, working, whatever in the health and wellness industry. And I really thought that that was like going to be my forever career. <laughs> I thought yeah. that was my, my direction, my path. Yeah. So <laughs> definitely a little bit. Different. The, like, I think a lot of the time, um, a listener might right, be now might be like struggling with, okay, how do I know when it's time for me to pivot my niche? How do I know when it's time to evolve the business model or like completely change direction? Mm-hmm. How did you go from like being like, 10 years deep into like health and wellness and in the coaching space to transitioning into being a copywriter. Yeah. So in 2015, uh, my own, I, like I mentioned, like I've had my own health issues. And so in 2015, my health was like really tanking. Mm-hmm. I was like really struggling personally. And I kind of was getting to the point where coaching and uh, like, I didn't really have the energy for coaching. I had been working as like a personal chef in Seattle and I didn't really have like physically, I just like couldn't do the things that I had been doing. Um, and I was like really uncertain about finances and like, like, is this really the direction that I was going to continue to go? Because everything I had kind of been building up to that point required so much of me. 
And I wasn't really able to fulfill that at that point. Um, so I ended up basically in 2016, I moved back to my home state of Ohio to get like help, like family help. Um, cause I just was like, you know, I basically, I ended up spending like two years mostly in bed. And during that time I was like, what can I do to make money that will allow me to kind of just be like kind of behind the scenes. It was like, I, I didn't really initially intend or like try to pursue like copywriting. It was more like, what can I do to make money? Right. It will allow me to also rest and take care of myself and all that. And I've always been a writer. Um, and I had spent like three years on this health coaching business, learning about marketing, writing all my own copy and whatever. And my first client, this was before I was even like, yeah, I'm going to be a copywriter. I was chatting with a friend over text. She was a business coach at the time and she was trying to pitch a bunch of media outlets to get like published. Uh, and she was struggling to come up with headlines and like stuff to write about. And I knew her and I knew her business. So I just like busted out like half a dozen headlines for her, um, over this text message. And like an hour later, she had hired me (laughs) to help her (laughs) for 20, for $25 an hour. So just so you know where I was starting at. Yeah. And then I was like, huh, like this really, like she was successful. She's really smart and driven. I was like, but she needed help with writing stuff. Like I was so naive because writing came really easily to me. I was like, maybe other people need this too. Uh, And that's kind of when I was like, started to kind of put my feelers out and pursue this copywriting thing. Yeah. I love that. Um, Cause I think that sometimes what we end up what ends up being the most like profitable for us in business and also just how career paths can change in this, you know, entrepreneurship journey, it can be kind of unexpected. And sometimes we can overlook the skill sets that come so naturally to us like and just lean into that as what we choose to lead with. And it's just, it's really cool to hear how that kind of, you know, like life happening kind of like brought that back into fruition for you since you said you've always kind of been a writer. Mm-hmm. Um, so you mm-hmm. start, you got this hourly client for 25 bucks an hour. How, like, at what point did you know that you, I guess, how long did you charge hourly? What was like the client work that you were taking? Did you have a specific niche or was it kind of like a catch-all? Like kind of like walk us through that little bit before it actually turned into more of like a packaged value priced based offer. Yeah. So at first, you know, I were, I was working with my friend and then like her husband launched a business and he hired me for a couple things. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to try to make this a thing. Um, so, you know, I was like, well, I have this background in coaching and like the wellness industry. So like in my mind, I was like, I'm going to try to work with some coaches because I understand what they're doing. So I basically made a list of people (laughs) who I kind of knew like through the internet, not personally knew, but like knew of who Mm -hmm. maybe they would work with, maybe they needed a copywriter whatever. And I started just sort of like connecting people on social media, like, you know, commenting on their posts and like sharing some of their content. And then like, you know, basically getting on people's radar. And then I emailed them and was like, Hey, I, you know, I've been following you for a while. I have, you know, I started doing this business where I, you know, I have a background in coaching and now I'm helping people with their messaging and writing copy for them. Um, I don't know if you are ever looking for a copywriter, but if you are, you know, I would love to chat with you. Here's what I can do for you, that kind of thing. And I got a couple more clients that way. And again, at this point I was still, I think I was charging like $35 an hour. I was like giving myself a raise. Um, 
And then after a while, I was like, this is not sustainable because, you know, I was new in this business. I was trying really hard to impress. So I was like really busting my butt. And like when people get used to you working at a certain speed, that's just kind of what they expect. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I can't keep this up. Like this, this isn't gonna, this isn't gonna work. So then I was like, okay, I gotta like figure out how to create packages <laughs> or like charge by the project. Yeah. Man, I like love the transparency in that because it's, I think too, like I love the fact that you were just, let me make a hit list and mm-hmm. like go make, I always say like sales is the contact sport. You just went out there and started making contact. And for somebody maybe who was at that stage right now in their business and they're listening to this and they're trying to get like maybe those first handful of paid clients um, to kind of like build up their confidence and also just get things moving. Was your approach... Well, I know how you operate now. You're very much like relationship-based. You know, you engage, I think, before you pursue or make an ask. Like, was that still your approach back then? Or like, what kind of worked for you during that time period as you were making contact once you had identified like a niche audience to go after? Yeah, so it was it was definitely like, I because I knew that I didn't want to just be rolling into people's inboxes with like cold pitches. You know, right. I didn't want to, I didn't want to be, I wasn't, I didn't feel comfortable with that personally. And so I was like, how can I like really connect with people first? Um, so that, that, that's, that was like my strategy first, get on their radar, find out some stuff about them. And then when I did email them, I made it like super personal. I was like, this is your, uh, this is the part of your story that I really connect with. This is like how, you know, this is my story and how I, you know, this is why I feel like connected to you. Like I was very, very personal in the emails that I sent and that went a long way. Like one of the people that I actually ended up working with for like a couple years after that, she ended up like just randomly calling me to tell me how much she appreciated the email. Um, and she was like, I don't know if, like maybe we can work together. I don't know, but I just felt like I needed to talk to you. <laughs> wow. So yeah, I love. I just love that. I just want to share that out because I um I don't want to skip over that just because somebody might be listening and misconstrued context of that. And I just think it's kind of what I heard is like um you got on the radar. You had points of opportunity where you were like relating before you made the request. Mm-hmm. And I just want to make sure we don't skip over that because there's a there's a way in which going about things that I think it's, I just admire that in your journey. So at what point you, re- you recognize it like, okay, maybe this isn't sustainable anymore. The $35 mm-hmm. an hour got me here, but I'm kind of undercharging and over delivering at this point, it sounds mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that very first like packaged offer? Like how did you even start to think about what to include in a packaged offer? And was there any resistance with like defining a clear end result in a program promise? like within those specific projects that you were doing and like, you know, instead of trying to be like, well, I can help you with whatever you need. Like how did that kind of the mindset and also the practicality of like what was kind of created with that first offer? Yeah. Okay. So first it was not, it wasn't like, I I actually didn't go from hourly to like, here's my set package, like buy this. It was more like I, I went from hourly to project based rates. And the projects were still based on what people were asking for. Mm. So like my first project, like project based rate, it was like, I had been, I started posting on Instagram 
Um, I, I like came out as a copywriter on Instagram first because nobody that I actually knew really was on there. And I was really like, I had so much imposter syndrome about completely changing directions that I was like, okay, this is place that where like nobody that I actually know knows me here. So I'm just going to start talking about it here. And someone reached out to me, someone DM'd me and was like, Hey, I'm looking for a copywriter for this email sequence. And I charged her like a flat rate for it instead of an hourly. Um, and that's kind of how it started. It was a while before I was like, okay, here is how I don't even remember. I was maybe not that long. I was probably maybe like six months in when I sat down and I was like, okay, here is my website package. Here is my, you know, email sequence package, my sales page, whatever. Um, but it was still largely based on like, I was doing a lot of custom stuff for a while, uh, because it seemed like everybody wanted something different. And I honestly wasn't confident enough to be like, this is what you need. in like the first year and a half of my business. So yeah, so it was, it's been, it was a slow transition for me to go from an hourly to an actual, like, here is my set package and being confident enough to say like, okay, you think you need all of this, but like, here is what I've seen. I, you know, I've been inside of all these different businesses. I've worked on all these different launches. Let me tell you, let me give you a recommendation. Yeah. I love that. Like in, so where, so I mean, looking at where you are now, I mean, you seem very like certain and assured of yourself in regards to properly evaluating a prospect's needs and you being the one that's like prescribing the solution rather than them allowing them to overly like maybe direct it. Like what were some of those indicators for you, for you to like enhance and build your confidence in like you, you feeling like that certainty of telling people what they need versus just giving them what they asked for. Yeah. I think it was like, I think it was just experience. Like I have had the opportunity to see inside a lot of different businesses. So I've worked with everybody from like brand new coaches to, um, you know, people who are like, you know, the big names in the online business space who are, you know, at the um, 500,000 to $1 million mark and all the way up to like an established wellness brand. That's like a 50 million a year mark. And so I've worked on launches at all these different sort of levels. I've seen, you know, people come in and they say, I need this, but then it's like, ah, well, I've seen something similar and we did this and that really worked. So it was kind of like getting the experience of being inside all these different launches and then being able to say, like with some certainty, like this is what I've seen work because I never want to say like, I never want to give people a recommendation that's based on just like a random guess. Like I want to make sure that I'm actually helping them do something that's like proven. Are you running your business or running yourself into the ground? Seriously, having another five-figure launch doesn't have to mean you've just added 15 additional one-on-one client calls to your calendar. It's time for you to leverage. Today's episode is brought to you by my group coaching program, Leverage. Leverage is a comprehensive, high-performance coaching program for expert service providers who are ready to reclaim their time and sustainably surpass six figures in the next 12 months. In order to do that, you must stop mimicking what you see other course creators doing. You don't want to create another low-priced DIY digital course, which you're struggling to sell in the first place. Why? Because you're in the getting results business, not the selling stuff business. On average, 10% of people who buy a course actually finish it. Out of those 10% that finish, how many of them do you think actually experience real results? 
let's face the facts, not many. You started your business because you want to have your cake and eat it too. You want to make damn good money helping others get results using skills you've mastered. You want to get paid top dollar based on the value you deliver and the work with clients who are committed to doing the work required to get real life-changing results. We can leverage your one-on-one service into a sustainable business with a high-ticket group coaching program. Every day, we help coaches and service providers like you transform their one-on-one service into a sustainable business that is set up to automate the necessary aspects of your offer so you have the energy to show up serve your client, and increase your business growth month over month. If this is something that you'd be interested in, it's time for you to book a call with our leverage strategist today. Visit jerishahawk.com backslash leverage and let's create a game plan for you to figure out how you can take your successful one-on-one service and repackage that into a high-ticket group coaching program so that you can start surpassing six figures in a sustainable way. Visit jerishahawk.com backslash leverage to book your call today. Yeah. So like, and is there, what am I trying to ask here? Like, I know a lot of the time people can feel like, okay, well, I need more testimonials or I need more client results before I can feel that. Mm. At what point did you, like, what, was there like, um, at what point did you know that you knew enough to, to lead with more confidence in articulating your value and like communicating that during the sales conversation? And even once a client gets on board, how to keep them within the boundaries of the constraints that you guys had already discussed without allowing that scope creep to take place. Cause I know that can yeah. be kind of common <laughs> in creative businesses. Like maybe walk us through some of like those mindset shifts or like what's worked for you in regards to being confident, not just like with selling, but like enforcing the boundaries once they're already in the door. Yeah. I will definitely say that a lot of those lessons have been learned the hard way. Um, <laughs> Got it. Like, my, my like con like my contracts with my clients have evolved a lot <laughs> over the over the beginning uh, since I started because of situations that I found myself in and I've been like okay this isn't okay like you know in the beginning I was like basically I had no limitations on revisions <laughs> so people were just like you know they would the projects could go on forever and ever so <laughs> I yeah. would be like okay I have to like. I have to have revisions. I have to have like these different, um, you know, clauses in my contract to sort of protect myself. And, you know, I don't know, like when, if there was like a specific point where I was like, okay, I'm suddenly confident enough to, um, you know, have boundaries and things like that. I will say that like working with mentors has helped tremendously. So, pretty early on in my business, I had a more established copywriter kind of take me under her wing and kind of seeing how she operated her business. You know, she was working with very successful people in the online business. So I got to, um, I got to work on launches with her and that all helped a lot. But yeah, I think for me, yeah, it really, I would love to say that I was just from out of the gate, like someone who just really held up my boundaries, but it was definitely a a thing that just happened over time. Yeah. And it sounds like giving yourself the, I I don't know, you haven't said this, but it sounds like you gave yourself grace. Like, Was it a graceful permission that you gave yourself of like this evolving or was there ever these moments of like, just like uh, impatience or like, how did that work for you? Yeah, I think, I think sometimes the, I would get really frustrated with myself and that led to change. Mm. So, you know, like it would be like, oh, this client ghosted me, 
you know, or like I said yes to someone and I knew it wasn't going to be a good fit because I needed, because I wanted the money or whatever. And then I would get frustrated and be like, you know what, I'm not doing this anymore. So I think there has definitely been some of that that has helped me kind of evolve into, you know, more of a, a, a CEO of my business as opposed to just feeling like I'm, you know, working for other people. But yeah, <laughs> I would say it's a little of both. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to spend some time here because I just think it's um, like, I'm glad that you like we're kind of having this discussion because uh, it, and one thing it sounds like you've done really well is like all those L's that you took, you made, you might've made the mistake once, but you were very proactive and like allowing those opportunities to be lessons for you as like the building blocks for you to, to step into the role that you're in today and how you operate in your business. So I think it's all like juicy learnings. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you've been, I mean, you were able to start doing more project-based and then stepping into more like higher ticket mm-hmm. services. But at what point uh, did you know that you were ready to transition from like a done for you one-on-one services into a more like leveraged offer with your, with your course and like being able to actually go from done for you to now like teaching others how to teaching others your expertise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had ideas for, you know, digital offers pretty early on in my business, but nothing, I wasn't really excited about the ideas that I had. I was like, oh, I could have like a course where I teach people how to write website copy, but I didn't really feel excited about that. I, website copy, I've always been like a launch copywriter. Um, and so I was like, eh, I don't, that doesn't really feel right for me. And then like about two years into my business, when I really started to in my, in my own business, I had gone from, you know, the first two years of my business, it was a lot of feast and famine. I was, you know, waiting for referrals and not really like, not really taking the reins and like actively marketing myself like seriously. Mm-hmm. And so it was a lot of up and down with clients and, um, you know, times when I was like, Oh, like, do I need to get a job kind of thing? Um, and then a couple years in, I was like, okay, like I need to figure this out. <laughs> I can't keep doing this up and down. Like I need a consistent income. And so I got really serious about showing up and like sharing my story, marketing myself. I use social media almost exclusively. And I was like, you know, I write, I, I make all this money or I help all my clients make all this money. And like, I have these skills in conversion copywriting. Like what, like what if I just start applying this stuff to my social media and marketing. And so I did that. I, you know, I was working with a mentor and, um, you know, within like a few months, like I had my first five figure sales month, you know, people were starting to reach out to me about like, you know, being on their podcasts and, you know, being guest experts and things like that. And I was like, okay, I feel like I'm onto something. And I started to really develop this love for writing for social media And then I was like, hmm, I wonder if like, if I could teach this to other people, like if it would work for them. So like, um, early spring of 2019, I was like, okay, I'm going to like beta launch this thing. I'm going to see if it works. I'm going to see if anybody would even want this. You know, I kind of tossed the idea out to my Facebook group that I had at the time. And it was like, Hey, would you guys want to, you know, learn how I write social media posts that like, you know, bring me clients. And people were like, yeah. So I just like started talking about it, set up a PayPal link and anyone that was interested, I just got them into DMs and then had them pay through PayPal. So I like pre-sold 
got like 24 people into the beta of the course. And I was like, okay, this is a thing. (laughs) And then, you know, created it and launched it. And I was like, I don't even know if this is going to work for anyone else. But people got really great results within like a couple months of implementing the stuff. So I was like, okay, I guess it's going to be a thing. And I like, I love it. Like, I love everybody that comes in. I love teaching. Uh, It's like my favorite part of my business. I love sharing knowledge and information with people. I love seeing them like, like get something and then have it work and, you know, hear their excitement and the wins. And yeah, it's just been a really amazing experience. And it's something that I feel really awesome about, you know, just like putting my energy and time into scaling. So that is kind of how I've known that like, this is the direction to go. I love it. Like, oh, it's so good. So how many, just for clarity, how many years were you doing one-on-one before you decided to like introduce the course? Because I think too, it's interesting how like you had all these ideas, but I know you said you really weren't like a hundred percent like married to them. But I know it can be distracting in the beginning phases or in those like beginning years when you're really establishing your cash flow and your like profitability. So how many years was it before it actually happened? And like, how did you know that you needed to maintain focus on one thing before introducing that additional offer? Yeah, I, so I first was like, I want to, I first had the real desire to do it about two years into my business, mm-hmm. about two and a half years in, I tried to launch this like group program and it was a total flop. And then the course that I have actually started as a module in that group program and became fleshed out. Um, and people seemed way more interested in this one aspect of what I had tried to do in the group. So, and that was like, it was like three years into my business when I finally ended up launching it. Mm, okay. I just think it's always interesting to hear how that goes. Um mm-hmm. And then it sounds like too, like your lead generation and just like client conversion um, has evolved too over the years. Like before it was more of this um, like relation. Well, I I know it's still relationship based for you now, but like more of this like direct outreach versus attracting clients to you. Mm -hmm. How how has that shifted in regards to how, like at what point did it start shifting and like what has worked for you in regards to making that transition of kind of having things in place where people are coming to you rather than you having to come to them necessarily? Yeah, I mean, so let like my non client came to me, like they reached out to me through social media. So I had pretty early on, like within the first few months of my business, I was like, oh, that's like a thing. Like that could be, that could happen. And, you know, I was like sort of like half ass posting on Instagram, like throughout the first couple years of my business. And then when I was like, okay, I'm going to get serious about, like really showing up online and that like blew it up. Like I was like, Oh, <laughs> people just for like a year. So it was like, let's see, I started that. I started like getting really hardcore about my marketing in like 20, uh, when was that? 2017, 2018, like the summer of 2018. And like for about a year after that, every single person that I got on the phone with for like a sales call, it was like, Oh, I saw, I saw your content on Instagram. And like, I just like really wanted to work with you like everybody. So I was like, Oh, okay. Like I can show up with really awesome content that is like building my authority and showing off the results that my clients are getting and telling my story 
and people just sort of flock. <laughs> mm. And that ended up being like, now that's what I teach because like, it can be such a powerful tool. Absolutely. I love that. And I know we're uh, kind of like wrapping up here, but is there, you know, I guess that the last thing I'm interested in knowing is mm-hmm. as you've been able to grow both with like managing like high commitment one-on-one clients in addition to like building out this like uh, group coaching or like course experience for one to many, how have you ensured that not to dilute your client experience while you're also introducing more of this like leveraged offer to your business model? Yeah. So I spent a lot of time getting the systems like really solid for my one-to-one client experience. So the entire, like from the time someone first fills out like the form saying like they're interested in working with me to the last email that I send saying like, you know, thank you. It was awesome to work with you. Like all of that is very like streamlined and set. It's the same exact thing for every single client. So having that in place, like means that I, I don't have to spend a lot of time trying to figure out what I'm doing with my one-to-one clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, yeah, so I would say automation is like a really big part of it. Um, with my course experience, again, like I have as much as possible automated so that people are getting this really awesome, like onboarding experience. And people tell me they're like, Oh, I feel really like supported. And like, I'm part of something when I come into your community and everything like that. So, um, that has been a really big part of it. And then just, yeah, having, you know, some, some kind of team and support to help with little odds and ends so that I can, um, you know, show up and do the creative work and teach and coach the people in my community. Yeah. So it sounds like, um, you know, stepping into more of like delegating, whether that's delegation through software and automating or delegation through like bodies and growing your team. Absolutely. And it's like, it's an ongoing (laughs) journey, as I'm sure you know. (laughs) Yeah, I know we were kind of chit-chatting about that before of like releasing, not just like, I guess like task assigning, but like releasing like decision-making abilities and authority to somebody else. Mm Mm-hmm. To like, oh, they're, they can do, they're, they're kind of like doing this without me. And like that, I feel like that's a whole nother conversation for another day, but yeah, that's always like this tension. It's always a struggle. So I can totally relate. Yeah, for sure. But it's also like, so amazing when you realize that like, oh, okay. Like I don't have to do, every, I don't have to be present for every single little thing that happens in my business and things run great. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Run and great. Um, so if somebody is interested in like your social posts for selling or maybe even hiring you one-on-one or just wants to be able to be, um, like connected with you and in your ecosystem, like where's the best place for individuals to follow along and get connected with you? Yeah, definitely come hang out with me on Instagram, um, at Christine Bluebaugh and then christinebluebaugh.com. You can find, you know, all the info and stuff about services and courses and all that kind of stuff. Good stuff. And you guys definitely go follow her on Instagram. She posts such, such good, like thought provoking content. So you'll get so much more value. If you got value out of this, you'll definitely get more value if you go check her out over on IG. Well, Christine, just thanks again for coming on and just for being open about your journey and your process. I truly, truly appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, Teresa. It's really fun. Hey there, Hawk Hustler. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening today. If you are ready to turn your side hustle selling services into a profitable online coaching or consulting business, visit jerishahawk.com backslash workshop.
Within just one hour of this free masterclass, yes, free 99, you will have a proven framework to convert not just better clients, but more clients who are willing to pay top dollar consistently. Visit jerishahawk.com backslash workshop and I will see you there.